0: Allah, 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 Allah. As-salamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh Ya muslimoon To the long-time listener and first-time visitor We welcome you to this episode Now without further ado, let's get into it Alhamdulillah <laughs> Alhamdan kathiran, doyiban, mubarakan fīh kama yuhibu Buna wa yarubā Ashadu an la ilaha illa Allahu wahdahu, la sharika la wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluh al-Nāsihul Āmīn Allahumma salli ala nabihyena Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'īn wa man tamasaka bi sunnatihi Thumma amma ba'd Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil islami wa sunnah after praising Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and sending the Sala'an the Salam upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam, we have to be very grateful unto Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for guiding us to Islam and for guiding us to the sunnah so alhamdulillah Allah Ta'ala, He has guided us to Islam and He has guided us to the Sunnah. Call Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, fi Kitabihi Al-Karim, Kitabun, Anzalnaahu ilayka mubarakun, liyadabbaru ayatihi, wuliatadakkaru al-albaa. Waqala Jalla Wa'az, Lahu anzalna haada al-Qur'an ala jabanin la raaytahu khashi'an mutasaddi'an min khashiyatillaha. وَتِلْكَ الْأَمْثَالُ نَضْرِبُهَا لِلنَّاسِ لَعَلَّهُمْ يَتَفَكَّرُونَ Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He says in His Noble Book, and this is the Blessed Book in which we have sent it down unto you, O Muhammad ﷺ, so that its verses can be pondered upon. So we may reflect over the verses of the ayat of Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala and so that those men of understanding can be reminded so that they can have a reminder. And verily only those who have understanding only those who are possessors of intellect, only those who utilize their intellects correctly they are the only ones who reflect and ponder over the ayat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Elsewhere in the Qur'an, he says, and if we had revealed this Qur'an upon a mountain, then you would have seen that mountain rent asunder due to the fear that it has of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala, he says, in these parables, we put forth to mankind so that in, in order for them to think so that they may think and ponder and reflect. So those who are successful, they ponder and they reflect over the verses of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And not بالشاي, and not from this from the standpoint of just knowing something or FYI, but in order that they utilize it inside of their lives as a guidance for them. That which will govern the way in which they act the way in which they interact that which will govern their statements that which will be a source of serenity for them that which will be a source of strength for them so on and so forth from the verses that we need to really contemplate over in particular during this time are those verses and those chapters that were revealed in the Mecca period. So from them we want to look at five verses that were revealed during this period. And they are from Surah and naba The tremendous Surah as all of the Surah in the Qur'an are tremendous where Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala after the Basmala Allah Ta'ala, He opens the Surah by saying, And what is it is it that they are asking about? What is this thing in which they are questioning each other about? nabi il Allah Ta'ala, He says, they are questioning about a tremendous affair. A tremendous affair. مُخْتَلِفُونَ And in fear, in which they have differing over. They are differing which each other as relates to it. كَلَّا سَيَعْلَمُونَ Allah Ta'ala, He says what means, nay they shall come to know. ثُمَّ كَلَّا سَيَعْلَمُونَ And then again, nay they shall come to know. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, in rebuking, the Mushrikun, as Imam Al-Kathir, Al-Hafiz Al-Kathir, he mentions inside of his Tafsir, that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala rebuking the polytheists فتسأولهم, in their asking and their questioning القيامة, about the day of judgment. Allah Taala He rebukes them by saying, "Amma ytsa'irun anil Nabi Al-A'zim," and what is it? Are they asking about the tremendous news, the tremendous, this tremendous affair? and eh? أي شيء. Upon what is it? يتسائلون What are they asking about? من أمر يوم القيامة From the affairs of the Day of Judgment وهو And this is a tremendous information that has been given to mankind Because this is a tremendous day, a tremendous occurrence this is a day that is not like any other days. What is this and that they are asking about? Qatada, he mentions, and likewise Ibn Uuzaid, and Nebulullahm, that what is meant by the tremendous affair, bad Ba Mot, it means the resurrection after death. mujahid and Mujahid he mentions, he says Mohul al Quran. And the tremendous affair that they are asking about it is the, the Quran. But al Hafim the he mentions, he says, Wal A'zhar." But what is more apparent is Al is the first statement. The first statement is that which is most apparent is that they are questioning and they are asking about the resurrection after death. And this is due to the statement of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أَلَّذِي هُمْ فِيهِ This affair on which they are differing as relates to it. يعني الناس. This affair that human beings, they differ as relates to it. So you have from mankind those who believe in it. Those who, they believe in it. And then you have from mankind Kafirun bi. You have from mankind those who believe in it. And you have from mankind... Those who disbelieve in it. It is important to mention, and a very important caveat is that disbelief in the last day, it is not restricted to those who deny its existence. It is not restricted to just those who say there is no such thing as the Day of Judgment. There will not be any Day of Judgment. There will not be anything that happens after the death of an individual. These individuals, Bila شك و Raib. Undoubtedly, and without question, they enter into those who disbelieve in a day of judgment. But also what enters into those who disbelieve in the day of judgment are those who have a wrong and incorrect belief in the day of judgment. So those who believe in the day of judgment, but their beliefs as relates to the occurrences of the day of judgment are incorrect. Then this is tantamount of not believing in the day of judgment. So those Christians, for example, who believe that on the day of judgment that Isa, والسلام, he is the one who will judge people and enter people into heaven and others into the hell, then this is tantamount of not believing in the day of judgment because this is not going to happen. Isa, والسلام, he is not the one who puts individuals in heaven or individuals in hell. So their belief, due to the extreme of its being incorrect. It is tantamount to them not believing in the day of judgment. If I could strike an example, this is what, Shay? Wait, this is Shay. This is T. If an individual says that T, and you act, they say, Yeah, I know what T is, I acknowledge it, I believe in T. But then you ask them, what is T to you? They say, Well, T to me is something that is dark in color. You say, Okay, it's dark in color. They say it's something that is very sweet. You say, okay, yeah, okay, give me very sweet. It is something that has in high fructose corn syrup. You say, what? Uh, I don't know what that one. And it's a, and it's carbonated. And it's carbonated. What did they just describe to you? Soda. That's not tea. So a person that says, yeah, I believe in tea, but then what they believe tea to be is soda. Then this is tantamount of what they don't. They don't know what tea is. They don't believe in tea. So anyone who disbelieves. There are those who deny it outright, and those who have an incorrect belief about what's going to happen on the Day of Judgment. As it relates to these individuals, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, He says, "Kalla That, nay, they're going to know. They're going to know. Thumma kalla then again, no, they're going to know about it. Na'am. There is a lot of benefits in the fact that these verses were repeated. Qaala al-Sheikh Uthaymin he mentions, he says, that this naba, huwa bihi nabi sallallahu alayhi wa and this is that which the Prophet sallallahu came with. from the evidences and the clear guidance. Wal jaza. He said, and especially about what He informed us as relates to the occurrences of the Day of Judgment and about the Resurrection and about the Judgment. and Meaning, those some will be rewarded and then some will be punished. and the people they have differed as relates to this affair. أَلَّذِي جَاءَ بِهِ صلى الله عليه وسلم that which the Prophet wasallam came with. And from them are those who believe in it, and they attest to its truthfulness. And then they are from them those who they belie it, and they, they disbelieve in it, and they belied, it, they deny it. Allah Ta'ala, He has made it very clear that those who disbelieve in a Day of Judgment, they are going to come to know. Na'am? They disbelieve in it. They disbelieve in it now. But they're going to come to know with certainty as relates to the reality of the Day of Judgment. Say, ma bihi They're going to know what they used to belie with a certain knowledge. Na'am? And these are those individuals who when they see the day of judgment. As Allah Ta'ala informs us in this noble book, نسوه, that on the day and where its signs will become evident, will become well known and manifest, those who forgot about it, meaning those who denied it and forgot, قبل, those who denied it and forgot from before, they will say, They will say, verily, the messengers from our Lord, they came speaking the truth. Now it's going to come back to them what they used to deny. And you find this. There are many individuals who, when you present to them, or when it was presented to them by the prophets and the messengers, that which will take place on the day of judgment, they have a bunch of theories and a bunch of explanations so as to Explain it away. These are just natural occurrences. These are things that just happen all the time These things are known to happen once in a while So on and so forth. So when they these these very clear signs, they try to find an explanation for them You'll find even those in our day like those who came before they seek to find scientific explanations for these things that are going to happen these things in which you mentioned are going to happen, then scientifically they can be explained by X, Y and Z. But at the same time, and I want you to pay very close attention, these are the same individuals who claim that human beings are the most, or that this generation of human beings, they are the most advanced, the most knowledgeable, the most sophisticated human beings and civilization that had ever existed. There was never a civilization that had more knowledge than the people right now. now. We ain't gonna get into this. Right? Anakudlihan. Let's take their argument for example. According to their own argument and according to their own theories, their explanations don't hold weight and are not preferable. Why? Because these things in which they acknowledge that they have only recently discovered, that they try to explain that this is The meaning of this and that, and this is how this will take place because we recently discovered X, Y, and Z are the same individuals who say, or are the same individuals now who also say that the simplest example or the simplest explanation is that which is preferable. They call it Occam's razor. The simplest explanation is the most preferable. So if you have two things, one is easily explained or there's an easy explanation and another one is very complicated explanation. then which one is preferable? The simpler explanation. Okay. So if you say in one breath that you are the most knowledgeable in X, Y, and Z, but you just discovered it, then how did those prophets and messengers centuries before tell us about these things? What's the explanation? How did they know if you, if you just found out just now? How did they know? And you claim to be more knowledgeable than them. What's the simplest explanation? Because they were informed by the all-knowing, the all-wise. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah ta'ala informed them about these things. Is that easy to understand? Right? As opposed to their detailed explanation of this and that, that, and this, that, and that. So when you see it, don't worry about it. No. When you see it, you should worry about it. Because they were informed of these things thousands and Hundreds of thousands, and Allah Taala knows how many years ago about these things. So when they come to pass, definitely this is what they had informed us of, because this is what Allah Subh'anaHu ta'ala he had revealed unto them. With this being the case, when the signs come and they see the Day of Judgment, as Allah Taala says, كَلَّا سَيَعْلَمُونَ. Nay, they're going to know. And then again, nay, they will come to know. The second sentence, the second ayah, ثُمَّ كَلَّا نَعْم The second ayah, ثَانِيَةً تَوْكِيدٌ لِلْأُولَى It is an emphasis that emphasizes the meaning of the first. Because ثُمَّ here, it comes the العطر. It comes, I don't know explain that in English, but in any event, it's for emphasis, right? So emphasis, it emphasizes the fact that they are going to come to know with certainty. All of this is well known. As Muslims, we acknowledge this. But as people who believe in a Day of Judgment, how do we benefit from what was aforementioned? As people who believe in a Day of Judgment and are not shocked by it, and will not be shocked by it because we believe in it with certainty, How do we benefit from this? We benefit from this because those who truly believe in the Day of Judgment, they are those who they are affected, their lives are affected. As I've aforementioned, these verses, they were revealed before the Hijrah. Before the Hijrah, there were times that were very rough and very difficult upon the believers. There were times where the believers, they were persecuted. They had a very rough situation. They were subjugated by the kuffar. They were oppressed. They were abused by the kuffar. They were weak. When you reflect on the state of the Muslims in many places in the world, this is a state that is very similar to their state. They're oppressed. They're weak. They're subjugated. They're humiliated. They're oppressed. Right? This is what it is. This is how it is. A time where the influence of the disbelievers and of their society is that which is dominant. Is this a situation now? Where their influence is dominant? Anyone who will deny the dominance of the culture Of the lifestyle anyone who would deny the dominance of the influence of the disbelievers I ask you look to the young generation look to the young generation look to the millennials look to this new generation do we see them imitating the kufar or do we see them striving to be like the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Look at how they dress. Look at how they walk. Look at what they find interesting. Look at their hairstyles. Who are they trying to look like? So we have to acknowledge the influence and the power of the influence of these particular individuals. Because if we truly believe in a day of judgment, we will not see the likes of these effects. Because do you in reality want to imitate someone that you are not going to want to be with on a day of judgment? When they get hurt off to hell, are you going to want to be like them then? No, you don't. You don't know what you're talking about, so we're going to let you slide. Is it? He's little. Angels ain't, ain't writing for him. So, yeah, alhamdulillah. When they heard it off the hell, you want going to say, oh, I want to... That's my man's in there. No. You're not going to want to know him. You're not going to look like him. You're not going to be like him. The Prophet sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam he told us that a man will be with those whom he love. He's man who loves him that a man will be with those who he loves. On a Day of Judgment, you want to be standing next to them? Right now, in dunya, if you meet one of them, and you take a selfie, you're so happy, you show everybody in the world. Because you put it on your social media. You show everybody in the world. But on a Day of Judgment, you, you want to stand next to this guy? You want to be, huh? No. No way. Let us, let us bring this home. Imam al-Khattab, he said that, man خاف الله that whoever fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will not indulge or reveal their anger. They will take control over their anger. The one who fears Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will control himself and control his anger. And whoever fears Allah He just won't do anything he wants. Whoever fears Allah they just won't do anything they want. Why? Because they fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, they're not just going to say something just because they want to. They're not just going to do something just because they want to. They're going to strive to govern their statements, their actions, and everything about them because they're trying to avoid that which Allah does not like and is angered by. And they're going to strive to do those things that Allah Loves, and that Allah is pleased with. This is what they're going to strive to do. Why? Because they believe in a day of judgment. Umar, radiallahu ta'ala, he goes on to say, he says, <laughs> He said, that if, there was, if there was no day of judgment, then you wouldn't, you wouldn't have seen what you have seen. If there was no day of judgment, then there would be no need to watch one's statement. If there was no day of judgment, there will be no need to watch one's actions. If there was no day of judgment, there would be no need to, to believe correctly. If there was no day of judgment, just do what you like, what you want, when you want. Because there is no accountability. You're not going to be questioned. You're not going to be held accountable. So do what you want, how you want, when you want, to whatever duration you please. And this is the slogan of the kuffar. They have statements. They have songs. They have so much saying this. Do what you like, what you want. It don't matter. So on and so forth. There was a Kafir years ago who wrote a book and it was entitled the No Regret Something concept or whatever they were trying to say. Do what you want. Don't let let anyone make you feel bad because you did something or said something. Just do whatever. It don't matter. Subhanallah, the Muslim, is how we act? This is how we're supposed to be? No, because there's a day of judgment. So, Umar, he summed it up beautifully. The concept is what? If there was no day of judgment, then I'll just do whatever I want to do. But because there is a day of judgment, I'm not going to do this anything I want to do. Because there is a day of judgment, I have to act accordingly. Because there is a day of judgment, I have to dress accordingly. Because there is a day of judgment, I have to believe correctly. Because they have their judgment? I just can't say what I want. I just can't do what I want. I just can't drink what I want. I just can't eat what I want. I just can't smoke what I want. Why? Because there's a day of judgment. Right or wrong? Sir? Sir? Because there's a day of judgment. We We don't go to the party. We come to the masjid. We don't go to the club. We come to the masjid. At least this is how it should be, correct? So the question that I want each and every one of us to ask ourselves is, do we live our lives like we believe that there is going to be a day of judgment? Does our lifestyle reflect that? Does the amount that we pray reflect that? Does our fasting in Ramadan reflect that? Does what we listen to reflect that? Do we know the word to every song that just came out or not? Are we concerned about the book of Allah or not? Are we steady on our prayers or not? Do we respect our parents and honor our parents or not? The metric is not really hard. Does the manner in which we dress reflect? that we believe in a day of judgment or not? Are the sisters going outside and they're not covered? Or are they covered? Are the men dressing in manners in ways that are inappropriate? Does the man dress in such a way that I can see all of his muscles under his shirt? Does the man dress in such a way that, the Billah, he wears pants and it's like he's Naked? Or not? How does our hair look? Does it look like we believe in a day of judgment? Or do it look like something else? We do what we do and we stay away from what we need to stay away from. Why? Because we believe there's going to be a day of judgment. This is what I want us all to reflect over and ponder over. Because whether or not we live our lives and our lives are reflective that we believe in a day of judgment or not, is not going to change the fact that on the day of judgment, we will all be there. Allahu Akbar, عَلَى نَبِيِّنَا مُحَمَّدٍ Akbar, آلِهِ وَصَحْبِهِ أَجْمَعِينَ Akbar, اللَّهُ خَيْرًا.